Do you want to feel strong, confident, and ready to enjoy life? I'm Jen Shaver, a triple certified fitness expert and mother living her best midlife. I want to help you achieve a healthy, active lifestyle without ever having to go to the gym. We grow together every Monday, so be sure to subscribe and tune in to your weekly fit news. This Fit News Podcast is proudly sponsored by the Empower Her Bundle. Struggling with sleep? Stuck on how to get in those protein-packed meals? In need of a quick workout for successful aging? Or does stress seem to never leave you? The Empower Her Bundle is your solution. Transform your sleep, nutrition, stress, and fitness with our free bundle, tailored for busy midlife women. Reclaim control over your well-being. Thrive beautifully with better sleep, 15 tasty protein recipes, find out how to go from chaos to calm, and a free Strong for Life workout. Don't miss out. Download your Empowerer Bundle for ebook series now and take the first step toward thriving in midlife. Visit strongforlifefitness.com to get started today. Hello and welcome to the Fit News Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Shaver. Joining me today is Jenny File. Jenny is a business owner of 19 years in administration, real estate, professional organizing, and declutter coaching. She is a mother of two beautiful adults and now a nana to her gorgeous grandson, Zechariah. Her love of fitness started at a young age, running gymnastics and exercise classes on the front lawn at home. But her adult self loves strength training, hill climbing, and mountain hikes. Gardening is her go-to for relaxation and drinking tea in bright, fancy cups. Most of all, she likes spending time with her beautiful grandson. Perimenopause hit her at the age of 38 with a whirlwind of debilitating symptoms, including fatigue, weight gain, brain fog, lack of sleep, body aches, fibromyalgia, just to add to the mix. Jenny spent years of time and money at doctors and specialists having endless blood tests, procedures, and surgeries, such as a hysterectomy, to try to help. This led her to follow her passion to help other women go through the same challenges, not being heard and told nothing is wrong and it's just part of growing old. She decided to become a certified menopause Pause fitness advanced specialist. And now at 52 and fully menopausal woman, she has created a program called the menopause reset for menopausal women, just like you to help you change the way you think and exercise and your lifestyle habits. What you were told to do in your twenties and thirties will no longer work in menopause and beyond. In fact, it can actually do the opposite and make your symptoms worse. One of the most important things is learning more about your hormones, becoming educated on what part they play now and how they've changed and how to work with them and not against them. She's loving helping women through peri and postmenopause by empowering them to gain control of their mind, body, and environment. So if you're ready to gain your inner power and take back control and get it clear on how to reduce your symptoms with mindset movement, and nutrition and lifestyle, and live your best life well into your 40s and beyond. Let's take action with Jenny. Jenny, welcome to the Fit News Podcast today. Oh, thank you for having me, Jen. That's fabulous. And Glad Jen, to be here. <laughs> I, I want to take note that where are you located? So I'm in Australia. Um, so probably about an hour from Sydney. Um, okay. So close to Newcastle. 
uh, in the Lake Macquarie area. So nice, bright and sunny area. (laughs) Yes, lovely. And the crazy part of this chat is you are getting ready to go to bed because <laughs> it's Correct. late at night there. And <laughs> it is really early morning here <laughs> before exactly. the sun has even come up. So I, I appreciate you staying up late because I know I protect my uh, my bedtime. It's very protected time in my house. So thank yeah. you for taking the time today. <laughs> um, I want to talk about, because in your introduction, I we touched on... Um, your perimenopause journey that started at 38. And I am sure as I was reading through that, that there are many women as I was checking the, as I, you know, as I'm listing these symptoms that they're going, that's me, that's me, that's me. So let's talk a little bit about your journey through perimenopause and what that looked like for you. Um, yeah. So around that age of about 38, it sort of started for me. Um, and I didn't realise at the time that that was what was happening. Um, I was having a lot of of issues, um, a lot of bleeding, a lot of abnormal things happening, just wasn't feeling very well. I was always a very active person, even when the children were growing up. But at 38, everything sort of changed. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first time that it sort of started to happen was when we were were camping away with um, our friends at Christmas time and it just... Yeah, it was not a good time and um, we were sleeping in tents and I just remember being woken up and I was just a mess and I, yep, it was not good. (laughs) So then I thought, right, I think it's time to go and see the doctor. Yeah. And so like many women, I think we all go to our doctors, we get told that there's nothing wrong with us, we're fine, you have blood tests done, nothing's wrong. Um, Then I went to sort of naturopaths, which did help later on with my fibromyalgia, Mm -hmm. um, which I'll touch on a bit later. But um, in the meantime, it was, yeah, it was just a, it just progressed over the years, over many, many years of frustration and just being told that nothing's wrong, especially when you're, you know, running businesses and you're looking after children. Right. It was, yeah, it was very difficult. Yeah. It's frustrating because you're, you know your body and you know that something is off and something's not right and you're going to these doctors and they're simply saying you're fine you're just getting older right there's nothing wrong with you you know just suck it up right that's right and and you're feeling Mm -hmm. unheard yet you know in your heart that this isn't just part of it and I don't have to suck it up there is something wrong and I'm looking for someone to help me fix it Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, and that didn't happen at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what yeah, did happen? Really what did. what did happen? Um, well, I think because I became quite debilitated, um, probably around the age of, oh, I'd say 40, 40, around 40 to 45, um, I started experiencing a lot of problems where I was having um, almost that feeling where I was having, I woke up one time and felt like I'd had a stroke on my left side was really quite frightening um then thought I'd had a mini stroke and then they sent me for tests for MS and all sorts of inflammatory problems that I had going on um but they didn't know at the time what was happening but in the end after all the scans everything sort of came back normal and I thought well you know what's this all about and I think it was probably around a very stressful time in my life at that time um which probably didn't help but 
when I went, I had to. I had a lot of tests done later on as well, and I was seeing uh, professors in Royal North Shore in Sydney. Um, I was having like I just couldn't walk. I was yeah quite debilitated, wow. and for a very active person for a couple of years there, it was very difficult for me to even lift my head off the pillow. Um, but somehow I managed to drag myself off every day and go to work um, because we were running businesses and. Yeah, it was it was just crazy. We we're doing you know all sorts of muscle tests, um, and yeah, that was two years where it was just wow. really really intense. And I think my inflammatory levels were very high then. Yeah, um, and I had very high scores in my uh, CRP levels. So yeah, it affected, and it was actually affecting my muscle. It wasn't so much the heart; it was in my muscle. Wow. So that's where all that inflammatory problem was happening. So then later on, I sort of. Had did a lot of research myself, as I think us ladies do, yeah. And yeah, and then went and finally found a really good uh, naturopath who then got me onto some really good inflammatory type, yeah, prescriptions. So I, yeah, that really helped. So that started to bring my inflammatory levels down. So it sort of snowballed, and then of course the menopause or the perimenopause symptoms got worse. Um, over time and the doctors sort of one one of my very good doctors actually she said to me you probably should have a hysterectomy but of course I thought I'll be fine <laughs> I can cope with this I'll be right um, but in the meantime you know you're having procedures you're going in and out of hospital having things getting things mm-hmm. checked um, putting you know they're putting marinas or they're doing other things that they're trying to help you with yeah. and then yeah and then final straw was when I just was down at the beach one day and I thought, that's it. I was just, it was not not a good situation and my kids were sort of teenagers and I thought, hmm, maybe I should have a hysterectomy. <laughs> so that was probably the best thing for me to yeah. have done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that definitely, definitely helped. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And, you know, you had mentioned midlife can be a very stressful time of life without all of this other stuff that's going on right and then you throw that into the mix and now we have you know additional reasons for your body to be stressed and for Mm -hmm. inflammation to grow right to to be more in our bodies so it's really just this perfect storm that's brewing correct exactly right yeah and i think it's it's a different with the inflammatory levels now with our cortisol mm-hmm. I think for me back then it was probably more affecting my muscles more so than what it is affecting now as as a menopausal woman it's more the the extra weight that we put on there's yeah, yeah lack of sleep and all sorts of other things that happen as well right. Right. <laughs> which we know about um yeah, yeah so that increase in that mid sort of uh, you know around the stomach area starts to increase so there's yeah a lot a lot of research there that I've learned through doing my menopause coaching course, which has been fabulous. It's yeah. really helped me to understand that to help other women. Right, right. I mean, especially knowing that in our 20s and 30s, we think, well, all I need to do is just exercise more and eat less, right? Whereas that's not really the case as we age. It's really more about number one, managing all of that stress that's going on. I mean, that's the first place we need to start really is managing that stress. Mm-hmm. And and again, as I mentioned in the beginning, protecting that sleep, right? Those two things right there 
those lifestyle changes right there are game changers when it comes to uh, our health as we age. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think when you're going through perimenopause, that lack of sleep, that insomnia, I mean, I had that really, really bad. It was, it's debilitating, right. um, you know, especially when you're yeah, trying to function and go to work or run a business. It's, it's very difficult. Um, and it just exacerbates your symptoms that you do get. Very important as a peri to postmenopausal woman to be getting that, that rest, that sleep. In fact, that I, it was that bad that I, when I was driving the last year or so, I was, <laughs> I'd be driving along to just down the freeway or wherever I was going. And I was extremely tired, like a yeah. really, really chronic um, tiredness. And I've had chronic fatigue many years ago, but it was a lot worse than chronic fatigue. And I felt like I was falling asleep at the wheel. And I thought, you know, what's going on here? And yeah. I actually went to the doctors and thought, you know, there's something not right here. Yeah. And she actually did check. Um, she did a report and asked me a lot of questions. Obviously, now I have a, I call her Henrietta, and she's my sleep apnea machine. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was a shock yeah. when I walked in and they said, um, you're going to need a, a sleep apnea machine. And, I'm, and they said, you're definitely not a candidate we would thought. We would have yeah. thought would have a sleep apnea, you know, you you yeah. exercise, you fit, you, you know, you're not carrying a lot of weight, you know, you, you look after yourself. And so it was, that was a bit of a shock. I came I home with Henry and my with a little bag and, <laughs> but it's definitely made a difference, I must say. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that was, so that came out of other things that were happening at the time that I was, you know, having blood tests for and yeah. So it's, it's very interesting. It mm. is. It is. Yeah. That. It's, it's interesting because like you said, um, you might not necessarily quote unquote look like the candidate, right? That would. Correct. A CPAP machine, but that, I know. that you are, you know, not mm -hmm. someone. No. And yeah. that's what they said. It, it's one of those things that it's, they call it the silent killer because people don't realize that they need to have a sleep apnea machine and they're stopping, you know, they're stopping, stop breathing right. over certain times over the night. Yeah. And the debilitation that that happens to you and it ages you a lot, a lot quicker too. Looking for a fitness program that fits into your busy schedule? Look no further than Strong for Life Light. Our brand new program offers whole workouts every month that you can do from the comfort of your own home. No need to worry about missing classes or juggling gym time with family time. Join Strong for Life Light today and get on track to a healthier you. Now back to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. Let's let's get into um, you have quite a background when it comes to organizational skills and uh, decluttering and how yes. that can affect, right? And what effect that that has, though, because while you might not think that that has an effect, it really has a profound effect on our health. Absolutely, yeah. So having been a professional organiser for six to seven years, it I had a lot of clients that you know were struggling with a lot of a lot of issues at home, but it was also um, self esteem. You know, they were putting on weight, which are things that I noticed were happening because they, you know, especially for the lady of the house, you know, it's it's really 
you've got so many things you're trying to do and if the clutter is yeah. is just yeah if it's just everywhere if they just you just find you can't function very well it's overwhelming um, right i mean it just becomes it just adds to yes the pile if you will both that's outside right. and then mm-hmm. inside your body that's right yes yeah. correct and then after a while um you know people just they just give up because yeah. they just think it's a too hard I can't do it I don't know where to start that was my biggest thing people used to always say to me I, I don't know where to start right so we would start from the start basically we would start from whatever was their biggest pain point area in the home that's where we started yeah so yeah and and it, it really does have an effect on your mental health um and just how you feel about yourself because right. the home is yeah so it's your home environment and it projects out um into the world Mm-hmm. how you feel about yourself too. So um, it's, it's yeah, it's a very challenging time for a lot of people just to make that that phone call to ring right. me and say, I need help. That's huge. Right. I mean, I had some clients that were, um, took them four years to, to ring me or it took them, you know, four years to actually have someone in their home, right. like to actually open the door. Mm-hmm. So that that's so breaking down that barrier and and being able to find out that deeper reason about why that that is happening that clutter, you know, it's yeah, there's a lot of psychology in that and a lot of mindset um, challenges that they're going through and and it's and it's interesting because you know like I can work with people who have become chronic hoarders but. Mm-hmm. You know, five years ago, they were functioning, they were going to work, they were living a normal life, but sometimes it can just be something like a trauma. Something yeah. happens in their life and their whole world turns upside down. Right. So, yeah, so it's it's a, it was very rewarding work and just being able to to help them to see there was an end, you know, we, there was a light at the end of the tunnel and that we were going to in three hours or four hours or six hours, we were going to create a new space. You know, it is such a, it is such a metaphor for health as well, mm-hmm. which is why there is such a connection between the two. People don't know where to start, right? And that's often no. how it is with their health. They mm-hmm. feel like, I don't even know where to start, right? And so, mm-hmm. as you said, well, let's start with, let's just start, right? First of all, let's just start. And then let's just take one small step. And so what is the one small step? Where can we start with one small step? And, uh, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, these people, maybe they weren't necessarily quote unquote hoarders, right? But they just had a lot of stuff that doesn't, you know, that they just even know what, where to go and what to do. That's right. I mean, I, I worked with people that were minimalist right through to hoarding. So it was yeah. a real mix of clients. It was, yeah, had to be prepared for anything really. Yeah. Always have a sympathetic ear to to spend some time, have a coffee and, and see what's, you know, try and dig a little bit deeper to see what's going on. Because the second biggest thing is letting go. So letting yeah. go is the next thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that, especially when you're, if you've grown up, Depending on your age too, you know, if you're in the in the sort of post in the war years where you had to hold on to everything, you couldn't let anything go. That that was that was something we had to work through with the you know sort of mm-hmm. seniors that I worked with. Yeah, and then there's sort of young mums that are just want to get their children's play areas <laughs> sorted and things. But I find with the letting go part that that's a massive big step 
we have to go down to let go of things because that also lets people let go of, you know, a psychological thing, but it's also it helps with their weight too, I right. found. Right. So, yes, just yeah. breaking that barrier down. Mm. Which is such a great transition for you to go from that to being a menopause fitness specialist because they really do uh, overlap. And yeah. the way that you deal with both of them is really the same. Mm, correct. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk a little bit about um, you have recently become an advanced menopause uh, fitness specialist. So let's talk a little bit about that. And then let's chat about uh, your program, the Menopause Reset for uh, mm-hmm. menopausal women. Okay, yeah. So with the, um, I'd sort of been following uh, Deborah Atkinson for a little while and probably for a year, actually, I've been listening to her podcast. And- Which is great. It's a great, <laughs> yes, great podcast. Yes, good. Yes. If Fantastic. any of you um, want to listen to that one, it is the Flipping 50 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that was really good. So that sort of prompted me to think, hmm, maybe there is something to do with menopause there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, started doing a little bit of research and then did the course this mm-hmm. year. Um, so that was quite an intense course. Yes, um, very. Yes, yes. And the exam was quite challenging as well. So that yeah. was good. Got there in the end. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, no, that was really good. So that sort of, I think, sort of set me up to to be able to at least start to be able to help women um, go through, like to be able to help them and with things that I've been through myself, because as we know, there's at least 35 plus menopausal symptoms. <laughs> and the <laughs> list goes on, right? Yeah, because we're, each, right. we're, each, we're each different, right? I mean, we're, we're sort of the same in many ways, right? Many of us will have the same, but then there's also, you know, there's symptoms that you had that I might not have or that I had mm-hmm. that you might not have. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yes, yeah. So yeah. no, it's been a, it's been a journey this year been a lot of looking at different things with my career Mm -hmm. Um, so it was a fairly big pivot that I had to do in my business um, Mm -hmm. even though they're they're sort of they complement each other right but it was a big difference yeah so that's been really good Uh, and at the moment I'm just creating my program which is the menopause um, reset which is an online eight-week coaching program Mm -hmm. and so that'll be launching in 2024 um so that will yeah that'll include things to do with the mindset uh, nutrition um it'll have things about exercise and movement and yeah. then the lifestyle so there's some some of my secret sauce in the lifestyle yeah. part of the component <laughs> i bet yeah you 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 yes. bring quite a perspective to that um with your background yes yeah. yes there's a little bit yes without giving away too much (laughs) right exactly (laughs) um because you know and I think another thing that is often overlooked is the mindset component because you know often we're told we'll just take this pill or like you were told and I was told as well you know you're just getting older right but there really is a mindset component as well to um to dealing with the challenges during menopause and and menopause or Mm. perimenopause and menopause. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite a struggle Mm -hmm. for a lot of women. Yeah. Um, And I think, and because, because of the side effects of menopause, it does, like I had really bad memory 
like yeah. shopping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do I relate? That's right. Yes, yes. Dreadful. And to the point where I said to my husband, I think maybe I need to go and get checked um, yeah. <laughs> for you know, early Alzheimer's because I was really, really concerned at one stage. Yeah. Right. Um, right. I mean, we, we joke about it now, but it, 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 it was, really is, um, you yeah. know, a serious, a, a serious thing. So, you know, yeah, definitely. But I think we need to get ourselves right before we can even take on the next part of, you know, our eating, you know, then going into our exercise and to our lifestyle. That's all that holistic looking, mm-hmm. you know, part, whole picture, all the, the pieces of the puzzles. But mm-hmm. But the mindset is where it starts first. Right. So working with women to work out, you know, what what ideally we need to focus on and to break that down first and have mm-hmm. that discussion about what's really going on because right. we do talk a lot at surface level and we don't go too deep. So we need to sort of go that little bit deeper and find right. out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. once we let go of that and we that's, you know, it's it's out there and we've got our, we've got our goals and we start um yeah planning moving forward and right those forward steps yes that yeah. definitely helps yeah mm. well and it's so important to actually address it instead of just saying oh this is just part of getting older mm. that's right yeah, yeah. and this yeah. is when understand why that is happening exactly yeah. right yeah. yeah dig in and um you know look for what can I do instead of just throwing my hands up in the air and saying, Oh, just getting older. That's right. Exactly. When we do that, when we just, when we do say, Oh, it's just part of getting older, nothing I can do about it. That's when we're really setting ourselves up for, uh, you know, difficulties as we age. All the the chronic conditions and things that we have to, right. The muscle loss, the bone loss, you know, the, you know, you name it. Um, if we don't actually take that step forward and say, no, you know what, Mm -hmm. this isn't just part of growing older, you know, Mm -hmm. and we're not denying aging by doing that. We're embracing it and we're (laughs) making it better, right? We're, we're improving our aging instead of letting the aging, uh, you know, take its toll, if you will. Definitely. Yeah. And I think that's the big part of my passion is being able to empower women to to yeah. speak up and, and yeah, just stand up and actually say, Well, no, I'm not I'm not um I might be aging, but I'm but I'm still right. quite young. Right. <laughs> I'm young. Yes. Right. And I've, right. got a lot, I've got half a life to still, you know, live right. and and it can be yeah. productive. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're living I- your best. Yeah. And I think that's important what you just said, you know, having women stand up. And I think that a lot of women, Mm -hmm. you know, need to learn that they are allowed to stand up to their doctor. They are allowed to be their own health advocate and they are allowed to ask questions. Right. Yes. And I think that's the frustrating thing for Mm -hmm. women is because they don't they don't know what's going on. So that's why I've sort of taken that pivot in my business right. to be able to to say to women, well, okay, this is these are the things that are happening to you. Right. This is this is real, and this is something that you need to speak up about to your doctors, and not just be happy with what they're telling you, right? Um, and just continue to be frustrated and right and right. become become um, yeah. I just yeah. It's a, that's that's my passion is to be able to say to be able to help women to make that decision. 
that this is not how it has to be. Right. Definitely. No. Right. And just keep digging, digging further. And if you're not happy with the answers you're getting, um, to go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's okay to say bye-bye and find right. somebody who's willing to listen. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's really important, I think. And especially like for the workplace, because women are, I mean, there's such a high percentage of women leaving work mm-hmm. because they're just not, they're just not being able to function day to day. Jenny, if the listeners want to find you, where can they find you? Probably on, I've got a Facebook page, but okay. most people are on Instagram. So that's just the underscore love the way you live. Okay. And the Facebook is love the way you live Australia. Okay. Um, and also on LinkedIn, LinkedIn as well. So yeah. And the website is love the way you live dot net dot au. Yeah. Either way, you could get in touch to say hello and All have right. a chat. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. Yes. Thank you very much. It's been lovely to chat to you. Yes. well thank you for listening to the fit news podcast and we will catch you next time thank you for listening to this episode of the fit news podcast i'm your host jen shaver and i'm on a continuing mission to help you stay strong healthy and happy a special thank you to our producer noah martin and retrospection multimedia tune in to the fit news podcast every monday to get your tips for living your best midlife these episodes are live streamed weekly in our facebook group be sure to comment like and subscribe to fit news podcast for your weekly health advice To join the Facebook group, visit strongforlifefitness.com.